episode is brought to you by Habit Aware. If you follow me on social media, you may have seen me wearing a watch with a lilac colored band. That's a keen too, and it's much more than a watch. It's a life changer. I've had trichotillomania for 22 years, and I always thought of myself as a conscious puller. But when I started wearing the keen too, I realized that was not the case. The keen two's motion sensing technology gives my wrist a gentle vibration or hug every time my hand reaches for my hair bringing me to awareness so that I can make a different choice. Start bringing awareness into your life by going to barbaralally.com slash habit aware. So I started pulling, I believe, around seven or eight years old. Um, I literally was thinking about the first time I started pulling and it was on a school night. I couldn't sleep and out of boredom, I just started pulling out my eyelashes. And I remember quickly getting up, getting out of bed and telling my mum because I was really scared. I was like, oh my God, like, I'm going to have a massive gap in my eyelashes. And I quickly went to her and I was like, can I sleep in your bed? Like, I thought maybe the change in environment would make it less scary because obviously I had pulled in my, my room. Um, and then I went into her bed and she has an ensuite, so I knew no one would be able to hear me if I looked in the mirror. I quickly looked and I was already planning, like, how I'm going to cover it up for school. And I was like, well, I haven't got any eyeliner. So what I'll do is I'll use the tip of, the round tip of um, mascara and I'll just put a little splodge there. And I was just so young and innocent when I was thinking about this the other day I was like all this stuff that I had to think about when I was literally like a baby still you know like it was quite a lot when I think about it but you know we're on this journey of healing and yes um but that was like the first time I remember pulling and then it kind of just went on from there I remember in I was in my classroom about the same age and I remember pulling out my eyelashes again boredom and I remember showing this girl and I was like look what I can do and I was, I was thinking about that moment as well the other day and I was like wow how strange like was I doing that to fit in or was I doing that because it was like a reward because you know when we pull out our hairs and we can feel that like white tip and we rub it against our lips or something and like was that a reward of showing someone else how cool I like I can or something that I can do you know and so that with my eyelashes both top and bottom were gone for a good couple of years and then I started high school and I stopped pulling my eyelashes because I remember like everyone kept telling me, you know, you're going to start a big school now. This is where these are where the bullies are. Like, you know, you can't have you can't go to school and have no eyelashes. Like everyone will make fun out of you. And plus we were moving into a new area. And so it was like, how am I going to make friends if I look really scary without any you know, eyelashes? And I remember in primary school. And so when I was little, someone asked me, like, well, how come do you have no eyelashes? And I remember saying, oh, I've just got like an infection or something like that people were so young they believed that but now the kids are going to be older no one's going to believe that um so I was I managed to stop that and then I started pulling out my hair from my scalp um probably when I was like 11 or 12 um and that and that was just out of boredom as well I wasn't necessarily stressed even my eyelashes was just out of boredom because I remember my parents asking me like you know what's wrong because obviously when you pull out your hair it's anxiety or uh, like feelings of uneasiness and I was just like there's nothing wrong like I don't and my parents were like what is it that you want and I was like an iPad I just said an iPad because like I literally didn't know what was wrong I didn't know why I was doing this I still didn't know when I was in high school why I was doing it but the thing with putting my hair is I was able to hide it very easily whereas with my eyelashes it's all very visible so it would start with like a small little 
it actually there was no bold spots it was just my hair looked it was let it was much less because my hair's quite thick so it was you know you could see it's thinning and but it was easy to cover up and I also got bullied because I actually have naturally curly hair so everyone was like it's too frizzy I can't see it like I can't see over me like you know because my hair was so frizzy and big everyone's just making jokes about that so I like relaxed my hair and so that made it even easier to kind of cover it because my hair was much more like manageable you know I pulled out my hair, I stopped my eyelashes, pulled out my hair from my scalp for a good few years. And then I changed schools because I went to sixth form. I don't know if you know sixth form. Just before you go to college or uni, you go to sixth form. Um, so I'm there for two years and I went into a new school. But to get into this school, you need like really high grades and stuff like that. So my last year of, of high school, I worked really hard to get into that school. But it was also lockdown that time. So I was able to grow up my hair because I wanted to grow my natural black curls. And no pulling at all, even though that was one of the stressful ye years of my life because of exams, I was able to not pull anything like that. And that was amazing. And then I got into the school I wanted to. I was really, really happy. The, the summer I was of like when I got my exams, I was really, really happy. And then I went into the school and I really struggled making friends. It was just a different environment and I don't really deal well with change. So everything was just new and I was very anxious because I've always been a very anxious child. And like growing up, everything's different, you know, like I'm on my own basically. And so yeah, I struggled making friends, just stayed in the library all day. I didn't really eat because you couldn't eat in the library and I was not going to go sit with other people my age because that was too scary. And to be honest, it wasn't, the school wasn't what I had imagined it to be, like, because I was into my manifesting and I was manifesting this like dream life. And then that, my reality wasn't what I expected. So I was like, oh my God, like, this is not, I don't fit here. And I remember coming home from school on like my first week because I just knew it wasn't for me. And I remember coming to my dad and I was like, I want to drop out. Like, this is not for me. I'll find an apprenticeship or something. And he was like, no, like you work too hard to get here. You're not just going to like drop out and, you know. And so I persevered, persevered. And then about a month later, I made friends. But, you know, it wasn't just, it wasn't my kind of people. Like I didn't get on with them. I got on with them, but like I was just friends with them because I was like, okay, I need to hang on to these people. Otherwise I'll be alone for the next two years. And I had this really horrible teacher. He was my law teacher and my politics teacher. And he used to give us horrible lectures about us being minimalist and us not doing enough work. And, you know, any dreams you had of being a lawyer or anything like, you know, scrap them, you're not going to get it. Like that's what he used to say to us. And so I already have perfectionism like tendencies so when he was saying that and I was getting like he was like if you've got this grade that's not good enough so I was like oh my god like I've got to stay up every single night working really 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 hard um, and I used to get a stars but still I was like I didn't get full marks like any dreams I had I might as well just not stop dreams you know and so that made me pull out my hair so much like I ripped out chunks of my hair it wasn't even like here or there like it was really bad but I was still able to not pull my eyelashes until end of year exams. So what I've noticed is I, whenever I get super, super, super stressed out is when I pull my eyelashes. But anything to do with like boredom or stress, anxiety, it's my hair. But never boredom with my eyelashes is always when I'm really, really stressed. So first year of my new school, it was really, really bad. When it came to exam time, that's when like I needed a lot of mental health support. And luckily the school, like the only good thing about the school was the mental health support. But obviously like the waiting lists and it was just a lot. Like I just didn't want to be there. Like just getting out of bed every day. It was like, what is the point? I don't want to be there. I don't, I'm not going to use the grade that I get at this school. Like I might as well just, you know, just stop. But yeah, so the hair pulling continued. And I had just 
did my life just because you know I was telling you I wanted to grow up my curly hair so I had finally got it all one length my hair was all one length from all that pulling I used to do it was so beautiful and then I started pulling and now it's all different lengths but I've accepted that and I know that I'm still beautiful you know either way and then my final year of school happened and that was like the most important year because it's the grades that kind of if you get into university or college but on, I knew I wouldn't do that but I wasn't sure at the time of the beginning at, in September I really really struggled like even the summer holidays I I was just so unhappy like even you know like when you're out of the environment and you're in your house and you're fine that was not it for me I was always like had that feeling of uneasiness my carpet is just full of hair even right now it's just full of hair even though I finished school I'm still pulling a lot which I'm not quite sure why but you know, just because I've left school, I don't think I'll just stop pulling. It takes time, you know. Um, and that's what I kind of kept having to tell myself because I was like, I'm at home now. I'm not going to be around people that are not nice to me. I'm not going to be at school. But these things definitely take time. And it's not like a linear journey, you know. So I had my final year of school. I hardly went into school. I'll be honest with you. I hardly went in. But luckily, like the teachers and my well-being teacher knew my circumstances. So it wasn't like there was no pressure to come in. But um, I was on a reduced timetable. So as soon as my lessons finished, I didn't have to wait for PM registration. I could just go home. And that made it a lot easier. But, you know, just the anxiety I used to feel the night before going to school, no one should be feeling that. Not every day when you've been in an environment for a few years now. Like, it's not, it wasn't right. And I just knew, like, I just knew it was not a good situation that I was in. The friends that I made friends with in in the first year, they kept saying to me, like, we kind of grew apart because of how much time I was taking off and they kept telling me like you know no exams are happening right now like why are you feeling like this you know they they just weren't understanding that just because there's no exams I'm in an environment that I don't feel you know safe in you know Um, and it was just things that they weren't understanding or I'd feel really tired and they'd be like but you've literally just had a day off but like I'm not having a day off because I want to have a party or something I'm having a day off because I can't get out of bed you know what I mean so I just knew like the teachers around me the students around me my friends it just wasn't it and that definitely showed in the last year of school during my exams for my last year which are the most important exams I didn't pull out much of my hair but I pulled all my top lashes and like the corners at the bottom so that's how I knew like I'm really really stressed but um eventually that all came to an end and I still have an exam results day so I'm still waiting for my results but because I know that like I've I'm not going to be using them. I'm not really that stressed. I'm just taking it easy now. I'm just trying to be kinder to myself and just treat myself with a lot more compassion because I've been surrounded by horrible people for the most of my life. And it's just like, now that I'm in, I've taken that control in my life, you know, not being a people pleaser anymore, not letting people treat me like a doormat, just taking control in my life, controlling who's in my life and who's not. And just taking things easy because there is just, it's just so you know I've been through so much and I'm only I literally just turned 18 you know so just slowing down in life really. When did you first learn the name for trichotillomania? I think it was the beginning of secondary school because I knew this is big school people are not nice there like that's what people kept telling me so I googled it and I was like why am I putting my hair up it was just one evening I put why am I putting up my hair and it said because it was OCD and because of stress and anxiety and I was like, okay, so I have OCD. And then I didn't really talk about it because in my house, we don't really, we didn't used to talk about mental health and things like that. And so I just ignored it. I was like, yeah, I'll grow out of it. Everyone kept saying like, you'll grow out of it. You'll grow out of it. And I was like, I'll grow out of it. I'll grow out of it. And then 
last year when I was suffering with my mental health really really bad I made an Instagram of like all my mental health and stuff and I was just there's so much on like TikTok I'm not really on TikTok anymore but there's so much on TikTok and like there was people going through things that I was going through and then I learned what you know body focused repetitive behavior and I was like wow like I'm not just a random weirdo who likes putting their their hair against their lips and stuff like that like there are people out there who are doing this and I found a real like community like a community really really quickly and I was like oh my god like what I'm going through it has a name it's something probably because you know when I was little and I googled it first I was like "Mm, yeah I don't even know how to read that let me just forget about it I can't even read the word but only until recently about a year ago I really took it seriously and I was like okay you know we need to start thinking about how I can reduce my anxiety and I saw like a therapist at school and um, we just worked together to kind of reduce my anxiety so coming to school less and my way coming home because I suffer really bad social anxiety so you know I could be walking down the street and thinking that everyone's staring at me outside their windows and it was just you know changing my route home just things like that you know to just reduce that anxiety and reduce the hair pulling obviously. When you finally had a name for what you were doing did you share with anyone like hey this is what I'm doing there's a name for it. So I spoke to my mum about it because I've always because then I started doing more research about OCD and I was like, oh my god, like my dad does this as well. Not the hair pulling, but you know, the other subtypes of OCD. And I was like, okay, he does this. Let me tell my mum about this. Cause you know, this is a this is a big thing. Um and she was like, No, no one you don't need to put a label on everything, like you're fine, you grow out of it. Da, da, da. And so I was like, okay, let me just keep this to myself and forget about it. And then I recently last year because I was suffering so bad it was like everyone could physically see it I lost a lot of weight I was really unhappy so I started speaking to my parents about it a bit more and now they take it seriously because they saw the effect of how school had on me and my hair and yeah now I'm really open about it with everyone and you know I do tell everyone like my parents as well like there is a word for it and this is what I'm suffering with and we talk about it now a lot because it's so hard to even walking out my door I used to put on like um, black eyeshadow on the bold patches or you know put mascara on just to go downstairs in the kitchen in front of my parents like that's not something I want to be doing you know in my in my house so I was like no like I'm fed up of hiding and putting on this like all this makeup like this is what's going on you know and even now like I do cover up my bold spots when I go out and I do my hair but I'm just trying to not be so ashamed of them because it's you know it's scars and it shows how much I've gone through I remember using liquid eyeliner in high school every single day so that I could cover my missing lashes. And if I didn't have my eyeliner with me, I would use permanent marker. What are some other ways you used to hide your missing areas? I recently learned how to do eyeliner. So I'd put an eyeliner all the way there, but because my hands are always so shaky, I couldn't get the line perfect. So I'd spend hours doing that. Eyeliner, mascara. I didn't know how to put fake eyelashes on and growing up, I used to say to my mum and my like my family, when I go to high school, I can just wear fake lashes all the time. But they used to tell me that because I had no eyelashes for the eyelash to sit on, I couldn't wear them. So I've never tried that one. But um, lots of gel and hairspray, just trying to really hide everything. I used to use the straighteners because, you know, the shorter bits, they're really short. So I thought if I straightened them, they'd be a bit longer. So it would it would blend in a bit more. So, yeah, I used to just spend hours in the mirror, you know, trying to just perfect everything can make myself you know presentable to go to school and go out and I'm just tired of all that now you know if there's hair sticking up there's hair sticking up because because I've pulled so much I notice every everything on my face on my hair so if there's like a few hair sticking up I'll spend ages covering up and if I can't get my hair right my that's my day ruined but now I'm trying to like not be so like 
perfect with my hair and if there are hairs sticking up so what like you know if people's hair is like that you know I've forgotten that people can do messy buns and stuff it doesn't have to be perfect so I'm just trying to just let that go I believe it was on my second episode of Trick Talks I had a guest who shared that she used black glue for her false eyelashes it was such an amazing tip and I used it like every single day seeing people on Instagram like talk about their trichotillomania you're I'm hearing so many tips of like what people have been doing for years and I'm like oh my god I never thought about that so it is like we do get really creative when it comes to these things and all I can do is just laugh because it's like this is what we have to do just to show like to just to cover up that we're struggling I could talk about habit aware and all of the wonderful work they do all day long not only does the keen to bring awareness to your BFRB with gentle vibrations it tracks your vibrations, which allows you to look at your own personal data and make informed decisions. You might be thinking, how do I see my data? Easy, by looking at the Keen 2 app. What if I need help configuring my Keen 2? Schedule a free call with someone from the HabitAware team. Looking for additional support and or community? Join the HabitAware BFRB Change Collective. Start your journey with HabitAware by going to barbaralally.com slash HabitAware today. I pull from behind my left ear and I notice that my hair grows in curly when I naturally have straight hair. Have you noticed if your hair grows back a different texture or even color? Because my hair was naturally curly, when I relaxed my hair, it was obviously straight. So then when the new growth would come, it would be curly and I'd have to start the whole process again. Now, when it's really little, it's straight and then it has a little curl and that's how I know, okay, it's a good length now. I can put my hair in a ponytail. So yeah, that's how I can kind of track it. But yeah, it grows straight. And then when it's, you know, long enough, it goes curly. And then I'm like, oh, thank God. It's the worst when it would start raining and I've just spent hours putting on all that eyeshadow, all that gel, all straighteners for it. Like, and it's just, it's raining. And I'm like, wow, what a waste. And then you can see the curly hairs going back to curly and my straight hair all being straight and long. I'm just like, all that time wasted in the morning before school. It's hard to understand just how much people with trichotillomania have to do to prepare to leave the house. I'm scared of wind and rain and humidity. We're so nervous that people will notice our missing areas. Yeah, like as soon as I finish doing my hair, I have to do a 360 with the mirror from all angles. Just in case someone wants to picture of me here, I have to make sure no bold patches, no nothing. Everything's, I don't know if that's the word, seamless. Just making sure it's all perfect, yeah. And honestly, it's the worst. Like the other day, I've been doing this hairstyle for a long time. It's just like a claw clip hairstyle. And I, the other day, I just randomly put a mirror here and I could see a bold patch. And I was like, I don't even remember where when that came. Like, what is that doing there? Because usually I know where all my bold patches are. It's funny because if I, I'm starting a new bold patch, my finger just knows automatically where to go, even if I can't find it in the mirror. But this bold patch was just there and I was like, oh my God, like where has it come from? It's red, it's sore and I just needed to cover it. And I, I felt that feeling of when I used to feel when I was little, like I need to quickly put eyeshadow on this and oh my God, but I didn't. And luckily the hairs around it, um, you know, covered it. But I just had that, like my heart skipped a beat for a second, you know. Ever since I started pulling, I never felt comfortable wearing my hair half up and half down. I feel like we think and feel that there are certain things we can't do because of our trichotillomania. You're so right. When I was in secondary school, all I did was the same hairstyle for four or five years. And everyone would say, like, why do you not do your hair differently? And I was like, I couldn't say 
why I did, you know, I was just like, oh, it's just easy to do in the mornings. And so, yeah, my hair used to be basically like this, but it used to, I used to do it in a certain way because it was just all different lengths back there. And then obviously when I started my new school, my hair was, my hair was all one length because I stopped pulling and that was amazing. Like any hairstyle I wanted to do, I could do any, any like up, down, anything. It was just amazing. Now it's like, I, I'm, I'm able to do a ponytail, but it depends it, like where it is because then these hairs would start not like sitting down and I'd have to use too much gel and you know when you just want to do a quick hairstyle instead of using all these products it's like I don't I don't I don't want to do this you know so in my new school when I started putting really bad I was only able to do two hairstyles so either two like ponytails here or one here and then for my last year of school I was only able to do the two ponytails here and not a half up half down this is only recently I've been able to do this and I'm so proud because it's like wow my hair's long enough now but then I'm thinking all the new bold patches I'm gonna have to start again like because I've got a big one here and I'm just hoping I can still do it because I want to have my hair down sometimes you know I don't want it to be up all the time and it's I used to when I was little I always used to compare myself to girls on like YouTube and at school like they can just put their hands through their hair and don't worry don't have to worry that like because usually if I had my hair down I'd hairspray it so it would stay flat and I always used to see girls with their put their fingers through their hair and I just always dreamed of that and I was like I can't do that and I still can't do that like I can't wear my hair down um because it's all puffy here and then all perfectly flat and you know straight here and it's just it's just an ongoing thing. I feel like I missed out on the makeup craze and the joy of wearing makeup because when I was younger, I felt like I had to wear it in order to fit in. It totally soured makeup for me because now it became a chore. Took the fun out of it all. That's exactly with like my eyeliner. Like I've only just recently learned how to do that. And it's like, I used to do this and I used to put mascara on when I had no eyelashes and when I had when I had only a few and I tried to like blend it all in and it's like, mm. but you know, now that I've finished school, I'm trying to just enjoy life again and I'm trying to enjoy the things I couldn't um and so that is definitely with makeup like I'm trying out different color eyeliners and just trying to make it a bit more fun and not like a like a chore or a task that I have to do in order to leave the house you have such amazing content on Instagram you're posting these beautiful pictures with text and colors and you're being incredibly honest and vulnerable how did you get to that point honestly I think about this every day and I'm just like I just have like a I don't care you know like kind of like mindset anymore like I can't keep quiet about this for so long. And I think trichotillomania is such a niche topic. It's such a niche, you know, disorder. No one really knows about it. When I started pulling at eight, seven, eight years old, I don't want kids to be out there thinking they're just one weirdo in the corner, you know. I want them to know that they're not alone. And I want other people to know that they're not alone. Because some people my age and older don't actually know what they're suffering with. They don't, they've never heard of trichotillomania. So it's just kind of helping people feel less alone, educating people, and just, it is genuinely just making people feel less alone. Like, I, I, and I like, on my Instagram, I like showing the realities of things because it's so easy to just, you know, I could post a picture right now and you would never know I suffer with trichotillomania, but it's just showing the realities of it. Like, as soon as I take all my makeup off, take my hair out, that's the reality and that's what I have to deal with and that's what I want to share because life's not all perfect and this is not how I come every moment of the day you know and it's just not hiding anymore like as soon as I left school I just had this like mindset this new mindset of like I've lived my life for other people like I've lived to make other people feel comfortable to make other people you know I'm trying to dress myself up so I look perfect for other people but it's like no like I don't want to even look like that I just want to have my hair in a messy bun and so what if you can see straggly bits of hair or a bold patch you know like I don't 
want to be perfect all the time and that's why I made the Instagram just to show a bit of reality. When you're going through a time where you're pulling more often, what do you say to yourself in the mirror? What are some things you find yourself saying or things you find yourself doing? You know, I don't even like going anywhere near the mirror because I'll get those tweezers out and I'll start pulling all my eyelashes out and making it all a straight line because, you know, when you pull out your eyelashes, they start growing in random places. But how I try and talk myself out of it is I try and get like a fidget toy or something and just think like, imagine the process of that I'll have to go through again. And I'm trying to get my hair to a nice one length. And I'm just, I just have to be disciplined with myself because... Otherwise, I don't know how to stop, you know. So just telling myself, like, you know, you've come so far with your progress. Don't, you know, set yourself back again. But sometimes, you know, when you're in those, like, moments of just pulling and pulling, you just can't stop. Sometimes I'll, like, drink water because, you know, sometimes, you know, you can be a bit anxious or stressed. So just drink a bit of water or I'll play a little bit of Sudoku if I'm bored. Go sit with my family. Before, I wouldn't notice when I'm pulling. And still, sometimes I don't even realise I'm pulling. So when I do, that's when I try and make a change and try and stop. But obviously, when, I, when I'm when i not realising, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm miss, missing all my hair now. What is your ritual when it comes to hair pulling? I find like a spot or something in my head. I know this sounds really bad, but like, I don't know how to explain it, but I'll get these like sore bits on my head and I'm like, oh, this is perfect. A perfect little spot. Let me just pull out all the little hairs around it on it and then I'll be good. And then it gets red and it grows and grows and grows. And before you know it, I've got a bold patch. That's how it starts. Like, And I'll just, and usually my hands just automatically go here, like on the like corners of my head. I don't know. And I'll just start pulling and pull in and then I'll find an old, an old bold spot check how that's doing and then I'll try and find a spot or something um I try and keep away from my hairline like here and here but recently I have been pulling on my hairline but I'm like oh it's fine I'll just cover it with a bit of eyeshadow you know it's fine but I'm trying to not say that to myself but sometimes it's just so difficult you know but because I'm at home and I'm not doing any like exams or revision or anything like that I'm just thinking like why am I pulling and it most likely is you know, because of boredom. So I'm just like, no, let's not look for a spot in my head right now. Let's go into my mum's room or something and speak to someone or something like that. I have a vivid memory of finding a patch of hair on my scalp that was absolutely filled with crinkly hair. I was like, these will be pulled out. Like the white, like bulbs at the end of it. That's just like the perfect hair. And you know when it's like freezing cold and you can just rub it against your lip? Like, honestly, that's what I, what I look for. Like when I'm pulling and I don't get a one with like that white tip on it I'm just like oh I've got to carry on now until I get it and then I get the perfect one and I'm like no 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 one more one more and then it just it just carries on carries on there during your life have you experienced any other BFRBs like nail biting or skin picking so when I was little I used to nail bite and I actually do do skin picking and I've only just recently realized this like last week like I'll just be sitting there I don't know where it is like on my chest I get loads of spots in here and I'm just constantly like picking at them and you know, and then they'll leave like scars because obviously I'm like picking at them, making them bleed. But yeah, on my face, like I'm slowly, my acne is slowly clearing. But if there is a spot, like I'm picking at it, like there was one on my the side of my nose here and I just couldn't stop. Like I just couldn't stop because it was just there. And I was like, well, I'm bored. Let's, you know. But yeah, that's something I've noticed that I didn't realize before. What advice would you give someone who wants to share about their trichotillomania? I would say wait until you're ready, but like you will never be ready, you know. You just gotta sometimes just do it. My aunt asked me yesterday, what's your like 18 year old goal now? Cause I've just turned 18 and, she, and I was like, if you wanna do something, just do it. You will help at least one person out there, you know? And it, sometimes it's just like a personal journal for you just to keep track of your progress. Cause sometimes I look back at pictures and I'm like, wow, like 
my eyelashes have grown so much and that was only a month ago and so it's just nice to look back for yourself as well and loads of pages that I follow just like their accounts are just mainly for them but it's so helpful to others as well because it's so personal so I I'd say like you, you would not only help others but you're helping yourself as well thank you so much for listening to this episode of trick talks did you know that I offer an online trichotillomania focused course my course is called sharing our stories As a gift to you, please use promo code TRICKTALKS25 to receive 25% off the five-session package. You can access this promotion at barbaralally.com.